Hello and welcome back to the Story Analysis Podcast. My name is Lydia and I am here today with my co-host Ashley. And we are here coming at you with part two of our breakdown of the Mission Impossible movies, including the newest Mission Impossible movie. Mission Impossible 7? Part 1. That's right. They're doing the Twilight. They're doing the Twilight. (laughs) (laughs) What's it even called? I don't even know. Dead Reckoning. Dead Reckoning. Okay, well we recently saw that one in the theater, and um, I gotta say... Tom's age is starting to show a little bit. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Hitting below the belt. There's just a few moments there where I was like, yeah, he is getting older. He is indeed. And they keep pairing him with increasingly younger women. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... Funny how that works, huh? He looks quite old next to that lady. If you kept him with someone his own age, maybe, I wouldn't be thinking this right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, we can we can get to that. Yeah, so we can get to the seventh one. I have plenty to say <laughs> on that particular topic. <clears throat> All right, so we did one through three before. Now we're going four through six, and then hitting seven at the end. So number four, Ghost Protocol, right? Yes. See, look at me go. I'm going to be doing so much better than I was in the first few. You're going to do better than me, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) These are all one movie in my head, and I have no memory of five. Yeah. I read the description. Mm. I, nope, it did not ring a single bell. I don't know who the bad guy is in five. I don't know what happens in five. (laughs) I don't, I don't know anything. Well, I got flashes, okay? The Nightingale from... Never enough. Yeah. Her. Greatest showman. She shows up. Mm-hmm. That's the extent of my knowledge. I mean, that's what stands out to me about five as well. But Ghost Protocol, I would argue, might be the best one. It might be. Three or four. Do you agree? Is it your favorite? I mean, maybe. Ghost Protocol, scale on the side of the building. I mean, maybe. It's... It's pretty exciting. It's pretty good. Jeremy Jer- Jeremy Renner's in it. I don't think he's in three, but he shows up in four. Mm-hmm. I don't really know who he plays exactly, other than like a babysitter. He's supposed to be an analyst. Okay. And it is revealed along the way that he was actually a field agent mm-hmm. who was assigned to protect Ethan's wife, uh-huh. and he failed to protect her from a hit, mm-hmm. so he resigned. Um. Which we get into further and complicate it more by, you know, Ethan knew about the hit. Because, of course, he did. Of course, he did. Um, And he got her out and threw her under the radar again. So she's safe. We see that at the end of the movie, right? That's the closing. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure when that happened. It's revealed to Brant, who is Jeremy Renner, that he didn't do a bad. It's okay. Yeah, right, right. Because Ethan is actually omniscient and Mm -hmm. was able to save his now ex-wife. Yes. Does this one also have the one where they 
are in the hallway setting up the reflective mirrors. Yes. So there was a lot of cool spy stuff in this one. Like, yeah, and see, the Wikipedia page doesn't touch on any of uh, those. See, those are like the, the landmarks. I was going to ask if that was just a me thing no. or not, but I feel like those are the iconic moments. You're yeah. like, oh yeah, that was the one in Dubai. That's how I tell the movies apart. Where they're climbing up the side of the building, yeah. or yeah, that they were in the Kremlin at that point. That's mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie, and they have these like screens yes. that they're hiding behind and making it look to the guard as if nothing is going on, but they're yeah. sneaking down the hall into a secret room yep. for the archives or something like that. I don't remember what the plot is in this one either, other than they get, they all get burned. Oh, they are blamed that's for right, that's right. attacking the Kremlin, that's even right. though they weren't involved. So. Is that the one that starts when they get the briefcase or whatever, and it like... Doesn't the briefcase try to kill him or something? I don't remember. That like happens frequently. Yeah. <laughs> and I just remember that that one, yeah, they're, like, trying to prove their innocence, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I remember liking the fun dialogue. I thought that was well-written. The characters were really well-written in this one. And They um, have a fun team in this one because they did bring in Jeremy Renner. Yes. We have the... Um, traditional Benji. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luther's not really on the team in this one. He oh, really? shows up at the end. Oh, so I think he was in part of it. Um, but he's not actually part of the team. And then we have the lady agent. I don't remember her name. Um, Jane? Is her name Jane? Is it that boring? Oh, wow, I don't... Um, Is she blonde? No, she's the dark-haired woman in the teal dress. Okay. I remember there being, like, a woman there, but I literally cannot picture her Oh, my gosh, you know her. I can't picture her She's beautiful. Uh, Yeah, I remember her being on the team and, like, Oh, that's not helpful. She has white hair in this picture. Oh. (laughs) See? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Her. Let me see. Okay, yes, she is very gorgeous. Um, she is also an agent in this one, I Mm -hmm. think. Um, she was in a relationship with the guy who died at the the very beginning. Yeah. And so she's kind of got her own personal vendetta against this assassin that they're tracking down. I appreciate any attempt to make these women have a purpose that makes them not romantically interested in Tom Cruise, so... I appreciate that. It's her storyline was not going there. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Like if they had to bring in a woman, then yeah, this was the way to do it yeah. and she wasn't somehow tied in with his wife. Yeah. Like they've tried to do every movie since. Right. Um not every movie, just 5 and 6. It's fine. Yeah. Um Jane Carter is her name. Nice. Um, so, after the Kremlin explodes, you tell me what happens. I don't remember. I just remember <laughs> that they're, you know, smoking mirrors in it up in Russia. That's before the Kremlin. They're in the Kremlin. And then, um... They... I think this was the movie where I was like, they're at the Kremlin, and you were like, what's that? Yeah. I still don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know either, but I've heard of it. I would recognize the pictures of the building. Oh, gosh. And, um... And then my mind, like, just fast-forwards to... I'm in that building. I know there's a face-off machine uh, (laughs) moment in the building. 
But the big, the big, what it's building, the tall one, and he scales the outside. Oh though. yeah, that's their. That's the best. That's part. the big mission. Yeah, in this so one, good. where they're they're duping the assassin lady. Oh yeah, yeah. And they're buyers. I think the buyers were the guys, and they trick them into thinking they're on the same floor. Oh yeah, that's right. It's just so fun. And like, it's it's so stressful to see him with his little suction cups on the outside of the building, scaling his way up That don't work. We get the the iconic lineup you can't reach. (laughs) Your line's not long enough. (laughs) Yep. It's the best. I saw that movie twice in theaters, and I sweat profusely both times. It's stressful. They really sell it. It's so good. Is he really doing it? Probably. I mean, it's... When is he not? (laughs) That's the real question. True. (laughs) Like, I don't think those gloves exist, so there must have been some loophole. Yeah. But it wouldn't surprise me if he tried to free climb a glass building. (laughs) Just had some suctions already mounted on there. Who who knows? (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) Oh, man. Um... Anyway, like I said, I don't really remember the ending. That's the ending. They with, succeed. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Ethan telling Brant that yeah. his wife is not dead. Mm-hmm. I liked Brant. I think he's in number five, but I think he dies yeah. in number five, which is a shame. He dies? Oh, he's not in any of the rest of them. Well, that's not hard. They're like James Bond movies at this yeah, point. Yeah, I know. Which that's is true. my biggest complaint, but we'll get there. <laughs> Um, I really like him and his, like, dynamic with the, the group and with Ethan. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a fun addition where he's kind of an opposing force at times, whereas Benji and Luther pretty much go with Ethan. They pretty much see him as the boss, I yes. think. So he was kind of fun to be a little bit of a op- op- opposing force. Wow. <laughs> But yeah, four might be my favorite. Three and four, I think, are up there for me. They're mm-hmm. my, my two favorites. I'm I think sure. they are for me, too. I'm not sure which is better than the other, but I think four is probably, like, better and more of a fun ride and more exciting, but I'm really sucker for, like, the romantic end of three, you yeah, know? I, so. I like that element of it as well, but I, I do think that the scenes and the exciting missions in the fourth one are better than the ones in the I think third. so. Yeah, I think so. Number five, the one we can't remember. I remember, like, a ball gown scene and cars, but I think that's in, like, you every You remember movie. a ball gown scene? Yeah. Yeah. I gotta look up pictures, because I don't yeah. remember, like, this movie is just... It's the opera, right? Gray... They're at some weird oh, opera. Oh, yeah, they are at an opera. That's where they meet. Yeah, because, well, but before then, the first thing I remember is Ethan is, like, underground, and he's, like, chained up, and he's getting tortured. Mm-hmm. And that's when he first meets the Never Enough Singing Woman. <laughs> Her name is... Elf? Ilsa? Ilsa. Isla, no. It's not Isla. Isla. It's like... Isla. <laughs> I... <laughs> Ilsa. Ilsa? Okay. Yeah, that's what it is. Overthinking it. Um, and it's like he's getting tortured, and I'm not sure why he's getting tortured. Well, I was reading the description of this one, which wasn't super helpful, but yeah. it did touch on that, and then it was saying that 
we, we time skipped. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, because... And I don't think I, I, I was a little frustrated with it because, like, right away, he's getting tortured and this woman's there and they're having, like, chemistry before he gets out. And I'm like, I don't like this. I just, I don't like it. Elsa? Yeah. Okay. I don't like it at all. And, like, I realize you have put your wife into witness protection, but she's still your wife. No, (laughs) she's not. They divorced. I mean, she's dead. He's dead. You're not, um... They're not it. They're not together anymore. I just was saying my first inclinations upon watching it, and like, <laughs> I don't like it. He's also never really been a player, and I don't appreciate like flirting with the enemy very much. Like, if that's not the kind of character you are, I don't know if she is the enemy. She wasn't because she ended up helping him get she, out. Well, she was. She's always been in my six. Okay, got it. Um. Or at least she was, like, an ex-MI6 agent. Yeah. No, she was undercover when they met her. Mm-hmm. Um. And... Unless you're saying that they met her at the beginning. Or he met her. I don't know. Maybe it was implied after a I, while that they knew each this other. This movie is a black hole to me. Yeah. I don't know what happens. Yeah. You <laughs> keep talking, and I'm like, I don't remember that. And usually it, like, triggers a memory. <laughs> She this one, out. this has the like whirlpool. Whoa, you said that. And I yeah, a bit of and they have to like oh, jump really? in it. This is the one with the whirlpool. Yeah, that's the only thing. Where he's got to like hold his breath, and they're yeah, trying to hold which his they breath. really did. Yes, that's really chaotic. That that's in the same movie as. Okay, yep, yep, yep. And then you mentioned the opera scene, which I vaguely opera remember. Scene happens like right after the torturing and dungeon. Which is a time skip. It's like six months later. Yeah. So I don't really remember all of the reasons for yeah, that. Yeah, me neither. But this is just reinforcing my point that we're not here for the plot, so you shouldn't make them so convoluted. <laughs> we don't remember them anyway. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, but yes, this one, they have to break into some guy's house, right? Or lab or don't something. And I they know. have to get in via, like, a water duct. I'm sure it's not his house. It's some lab thing, I think. Sure. And Ethan has to swim into it, so he's got to hold his breath for X amount. This of entire Wikipedia page says nothing about that. It's <laughs> so weird. It will say something like they infiltrate the place. Oh, geez. And it's like, no, 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 no. You, you need to articulate. You should watch it. You can just edit the Wikipedia page. Right. <laughs> like, these are. This is the point. Okay. But that's just it. See, this Wikipedia page is only telling us the plot of which we cannot place what movie it goes to. Well, and I don't know why you wouldn't put the two together. Because, yeah. like, you give me the landmarks. Uh-huh. I'll write the rest of the map. Like, exactly. I don't know, man. It's just messy. Ridiculous. Well, anyway, I am not sure how that one ends. Um, um. They don't die. Well, you think Brent does. I'm trying to find that. Okay, well, that's because there's a scene, probably while they're infiltrating the water place, Brant's, like, fighting somebody. <laughs> you sound drunk. <laughs> you need to articulate your words, because I'm sitting right next to you, and I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Brant is, like, fighting somebody in some, like, metal stair place. I can see it in my mind. 
they're like fighting and punching while Ethan's trying to get in the place. <laughs> and I feel like maybe he dies. Are you in that thinking fight. of the catwalk at the opera? No. Mm-mm. Nope, nope, nope. It's like in some stairwell or something. It's like, there's not people The last line of this description (laughs) on Wikipedia is, after the meeting, Brent welcomes Hunley as the new IMF secretary. So I don't think... Hunley? (laughs) The new IMF secretary, but Brent is not dead if he did that. (laughs) True. He must have just retired from the movies. (laughs) Left to be Hawkeye. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure that's what happened. Oh, man. But other than that, okay, I'm getting confused, though, because there is a movie with a secretary who's a young man. Is he Roderick from Diary of a Wimpy Kid, or does he just look like him? Is that... Mission Impossible. <laughs> is that a different movie? Um, and everyone's trying to kill the main guy. Like, and, no, that's James Bond. That's James Bond. Woo! Okay, I'm mixing my franchises up. Hunley in this movie is um, Alec Baldwin. Got it, got it. No, no, no. I was just trying to bleed into the sixth one, and I was like, did the sixth one start with the scene that I'm picturing? But no, that's a scene from a James Bond movie. That's, uh... Completely different. <laughs> not good notes for a Mission Impossible. <laughs> that movie had a lot of car chases. <laughs> I remember none of those. Oh, man. Um... Alright, I think we should just end the movie five, because none of us remember anything else that happens in it. No. I forgot about the water thing, that that there, was the fifth movie. I think the villain in that one carries over in, well, kind of through all three of those movies, I think the bad guy is mentioned as the syndicate. Yes. And I think in the fifth movie, it is the syndicate. And then in the sixth movie, um, it's this says, the remnants of the syndicate have reorganized as a terrorist group known as the Apostles, having adapt- adopted a terror-for-hire policy, which is vaguely familiar. I've seen this one more than I've seen five. Um... So anyway, those are just kind of keywords, and I think they did kind of sort of connect all three. Because I Got think it. number four ended with Ethan walking away, getting his new mission, and they were like, you're going to infiltrate the syndicate, or whatever. Well, and like I said, I cannot visualize a villain face for four or five. I can't picture a character. I mean, and I think it was just some Russian guy <laughs> in the fourth one. Maybe he wasn't yeah. Russian. And maybe there's multiple, you know, if it is like an organization. They're all <laughs> middle-aged white guys. Yeah, I, just, I can picture the Tomato Face Man from, you know, the other movie. And I know Henry Cavill comes in for movie six. Yeah, but he's not technically the villain. I guess not, but, like, he's got a memorable face. Does he? Maybe just because I know Henry just look like <laughs> He's Matt just Bomber. Uncle Tom. <laughs> He's your uncle. Tom. <laughs> they look the same. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, movie six. I remember better. I saw movie six in the theater. Did I see movie five in the theater with you? I. <laughs> 
I don't know when that came out. Like, because I did not see movie four in the theater. I think that came out before we moved, moved here. Yeah, I think that we probably did. Cause or I maybe you five. saw it with your dad or something. Like, maybe I missed five. But I did see six in the theater with you. Is that one starts with the plane? <laughs> you should say, is that one starts? No! <laughs> Get it together, man! <laughs> that one starts, and he's in the plane, and the stuff's flying out of the plane, right? Falling out of the plane, the boxes are, and he's, like, trying to stay in the plane. That's how it opens. I thought, maybe? Yeah. yeah uh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. You're probably right. And then she's, this like, w- on the grass. Wikipedia page says nothing about that. Yeah, well. Because I'm pretty sure the scene you're talking about... Um, Tom Cruise really did just hold on to the outside of an airplane because it looks guy, real. That guy, what a loon! I I I don't remember that being this movie, but you're probably I right. Think it's the start of it because it's before yeah. anything happens. It's the hook scene. Yeah, and then um, I don't remember all that happens other than Henry Cavill's there and there's a great fight in the bathroom of a club. Okay, you skipped a lot of relevant information (laughs) to the plot, but yes, that is the next big scene. I love that fight. Yeah. Um, Henry Cavill plays August Walker, who's an American CIA agent. Wow. Um, I think the director of the CIA brings him in because IMF can't do it right. Henry Cavill is always playing the American in things because yeah. of his square job. And the boy is not American, right? Isn't he not American? He's very much not American. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he looks like Superman. He is American. <laughs> Interesting take. Um, and then, yeah, they um, track the guy they think that they're supposed to be tracking. I mm-hmm. think it's a dupe. It's not really him. Um, and then Ilsa shows up and kills him. That's right. That's right. Um, I think that's during the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we bring in... This one was kind of fun because we did throwbacks to the first movie. Hmm. Um, because the Olana woman, the blonde woman, okay, is the daughter of Max. Okay. And this whole party that they're at, I think, is a tribute to Max. Oh. Um, I don't remember clearly and it was never, like, openly stated. But, like, you put it together a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I... That was fun for me. Yeah, I probably um, didn't catch that, but... I think I told you. Hey, I'm sure you did. <laughs> but she becomes the villain in this, or at least she's working with the villain. Yeah. Everybody's working with the villain because Henry Cavill is ultimately, too. Yeah. Um... And I don't know where we go from there. This one kind of goes all over the place. This one was the one that I felt like had 8 million endings. Like, it just kept going. Yeah. And another thing. They were trying to track down the plutonium cores, cores, I think. Okay. And there were three of them. Okay. I think. I think. I read that. I mean, plutonium core sounds familiar. Yeah, but that could have been any of them. True. (laughs) Yes. Yes, that is what happens. Um... Because I think they get one before the one I'm thinking of, which is where they go to the camp 
in the mountains where in the snow. Ethan's yeah, yeah wife is. That was the next scene I remember. Yeah, and stuff happened before that. But yeah, I'm sure because that's not kind of the end of the movie because like, there's leading up to it. Yeah, fights and planes and. We get to see his wife. I was very happy to see his wife again, but she's got a new boyfriend. No, it's her husband. Okay. <laughs> I believe Tom Cruise's whole purpose in this and what he said was he wanted to close out the wife's storyline. Mm. He was like, people won't let it go. We're going to just give her an exit. For a good yes, but that's what he was trying to do. Yeah. So they had the whole moment, which is at the end, where Sweet. after, you know, they kill Henry Cavill and save yeah, the world. That was exciting when they kill Henry Cavill. Yeah, there was like a helicopter chase yeah, scene. They like, rammed the helicopters in the sky. That yeah, was cool. it was insane. And then they were fighting on... Uh, it was very violent, this movie. Yeah. Because like, they were like, Henry Cavill's a mountain, and he's just going to like smash things yeah, to death. Which is and interesting what he did. to me, because they never... I don't know. Like, does Tom Cruise do his own fight stunts? Did they get a miniature double for Henry Cavill? I don't remember there being a drastic size difference, but there would be. There would be. But I also don't think Tom Cruise would stand for that. Yeah. He's going to come for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he probably on Apple. He's got like a, a slanted floor the whole time while filming. They were on a cliffside. Movie magic. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know how you think that, but... Anyway, you were saying that they had a touching scene after... At the very end, yeah, yeah. where his wife... Why can't I remember her name? Her real name is Michelle. Michelle. I can't remember... I don't know, it's like Sarah or something? I was gonna say... Jenna's not right. I feel like it might be Sarah. Samantha. No. (laughs) I should know. My phone's gonna die. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah, I really like her. She basically um, was, like, handing Tom Cruise to Ilsa. Ilsa, yeah. And was like, you know, he's yours to take care of now. Yeah. And it was like, okay. Mm. It was a weird fuck. It's not going to tell me. <laughs> I'm angry now. <laughs> the Wikipedia is useless. My phone is going to die. <laughs> Julia. Julia! That feels wrong. But okay. <laughs> it's Julia. <laughs> anyway, that was the point of that scene, was it was like, yeah. okay, Ilsa's the new woman well. now. Goodbye. Yep. And she was like, you know, we've parted ways because you have to be out there saving the world. And that's that's your purpose. And I respect that. And we've moved past our relationship. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I want her to come um, back. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I can't remember what happens in between the bathroom fight scene. And the end of the movie. And <laughs> when Henry Cavill dies, except for there is that part where Ethan's trying to catch him. <laughs> and he's running. And he grabs onto the bottom of the elevator. And then Henry Cavill's just looking down at him. <laughs> the great. Which is golden comedy <laughs> um more happens there's another face-off machine i'm pretty sure benji and luther in that movie quite a bit mm-hmm. i don't really remember what they did yeah, they stuff. probably melt met melt did they meet elsa in that movie or did they meet her back in five i think they met her before okay if luther was in five which i think he was yeah um yeah anyway i don't know this movie i liked it more 
when I saw it again. Oh, okay. Like, I don't know. I think I really liked Henry Cavill in it. Yeah. But it took me a couple of... He's got this, like, big mustache. And he's I, <laughs> big angry. He's so angry. Yeah. And he's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, he ends up being the bad guy, and that's kind of a fun angle. Yeah. And I didn't like him at first, and I, the whole movie felt kind of disjointed. And then, yeah, I wasn't crazy about the ending, but yeah. there are parts of it that I really like. Right. Well, I feel like there must have been some significant scenes before the snow scene, because I feel oh, like were. when we hit the snow, I was like... It's another ending. Like, yeah. I, like I, there was a multi- I just remember from that way in the well, theater. they had the three plutonium cores, so they probably yeah. got the other two. Okay. That yeah. would be my guess. I can't remember. Probably. <laughs> and Wikipedia won't tell me any of the exciting <laughs> spy scenes. Um, so that would be my guess. No, and it's then, bad. I remember searching these movies when we did the first one, and, like, I would be like, here's the title, movie four, Ghost Protocol. And it would pull up, like, covers of movie five and movie three. And I was just like, why is the yeah. internet... Why do I... They don't even Why know. am I the leading expert on the I think... <laughs> right? <laughs> Scary. <laughs> Dead Reckoning is five. Okay. What is six? <laughs> Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. <laughs> Henry Cavill's here. Aw, <laughs> uh, shoot. I don't remember. Wait, no. Did I just say... Dead Reckoning. That's five. the... That's seven. Oh, <laughs> What am I talking about? <laughs> She's as bad as the internet. <laughs> don't listen to this. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my gosh. I, I tend to remember them by like the Rogue new- Nation. Rogue Nation is Fallout five. is six. Henry Cavill. Okay. Number six. Rogue Nation is five. Yeah. Fallout is six. I just I always remember them by the new people. That's my like mm-hmm. my touchstone is like mm-hmm. Jeremy Runner. The Ilsa woman. Henry, Henry Cavill. Cavill. And this new one's ha- Haley Atwell. <laughs> yes. Pretty much, yep. Should we talk about the new one? Mission Impossible yeah. 7. We just saw it in the theater two weeks ago, I think. A week and a half ago. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. There were some very exciting scenes. They always do that well. That's the one thing I'll give these movies. As much as we're like, wow, I don't remember the plot. Wow, whatever, whatever. They're always a oh, an adrenaline fun time to watch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so how we start this one? What was the? We started this one in the submersible. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Which felt a little soon. <laughs> it did, this one did feel a little like sci-fi almost. Like well, it was. It, it was really was because wild. we started in the submarine yeah. and they were testing out this new AI or whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. and it overpowered them. Yeah. And killed them. Mm-hmm. And now AI is taking gonna take over the world. That's the villain in this one. Yeah. Artificial intelligence. Um, there's a key. Yeah. There's a key that's on the dead guys. Okay. Okay. This whole thing was, I was like, this seems so convoluted because like, I get it. I get the idea that there's like a kill switch to turn off this AI somewhere. Okay. There's somewhere there's like a kill switch basically. Mm -hmm. It's the only way to stop it. I also like, I don't know. I spent the whole movie thinking it was on the submarine that blew up. Yeah. And I was like, what? Why? How's that going to (laughs) work? Yeah. But apparently this kill switch is opened by a key that, that is two, two pieces. Necklaces. It's two pieces. It's like a crucifix. Yeah. And you, they fit together to fit into this keyhole. Uh-huh. And I'm Lydia just, makes keys for a living, so she's like, <laughs> <laughs> Unrealistic! <laughs> we 
we don't even deal with AI. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Um, but no, the fact that it was like on these necklaces, and then the people were on the machine that had the AI that sunk died with the necklaces but then all of a sudden other people have these necklaces and they're across the world and like we're just getting info dumped this is the beginning I was like this seems a little bit like a reach but okay it wasn't it was a weird choice especially because the scene in the submarine was just a bunch of guys yeah no one we knew about no one we knew no one relevant except for they were setting this scene and I felt like if we wanted to be tracking down the keys we didn't need to do that scene yeah right and it was supposed to be like oh, the AI overpowered them and used their own torpedo against them. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. We still could have done that in a, your mission, should we choose? Should you choose to accept yeah. it? I don't know. Or it was a weird choice. have the first scene of your movie seen as it's going to be a two-parter anyway. <laughs> be like going to Antarctica to find... The key? The keys. Because it just felt weird to have Ethan leap into, like, to see that point and then have all this time skippy stuff happen. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Ethan, these sexy ladies have the keys. Go find them. And it's just like... Also, like, everybody knew about the keys. Everybody knew before Ethan about the It was, keys. they were just on the black market and everybody was passing them around already. And it was like, yeah. no one knows what they go to. Yeah. That makes them useless. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, but... Isla conveniently has a key. Ilsa. Ilsa has a key. And, um... <laughs> Did she? Yeah. That's why he, they have him go find her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's that's right. Because she's in... Or no, she's not she's in, in Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. <laughs> we stole a lot of scenes from the Uncharted games. It was a cool scene. <laughs> like, it was very short scene. Just, like, unexplicably did that. Exactly, like, I think it's the third game yeah. that has a scene like that. And, I, I mean, I'm not complaining, but it was strange. <laughs> I also felt like there was moments, not to derail our plot discussion, but I felt like my big problem, not a big problem with the movie, I still enjoyed the movie, but I felt like this one had a couple of moments where the dialogue felt clunky to me. There were a lot of clunky and, moments. And, like, threw it out, like, threw me out, and the dialogue was, like, cheesy. I'm like, who wrote this? Like... Someone's George first, Lucas? <laughs> first draft, you know, like that's what it felt like. Whereas I don't remember feeling that way with the other movies. And then, um, like, is Tom Cruise just doing it all himself now? Maybe. You know, like, that could be. And, um, and then uh, the other thing was there was convolution for no reason, which like that really bothered me when we had our last Star Wars movie talk, mm-hmm. where it's like. It's only good to con- make it convoluted if that's actually gonna, like, do something for the plot. Right. And I, I didn't really know why we chose to fake Ilsa's I- death in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. She came back 15 minutes later. And then died 15 minutes after that. Yeah. <laughs> that felt clunky. I don't know why she was there. I really hated that. Yeah. Especially because I never liked her introduction. Yeah. Uh, the, it felt completely wasted to me. Yeah. Like, we never did anything with her. I guess we did in five that you and I don't remember. Well, um, that's when she was introduced. And, like, she was okay in six. Still kind of, I but don't know. It felt like... I felt like I was being forced to like my new stepmom. <laughs> <laughs> that whole bit and the bit with Haley Atwell, 
very much made it feel James Bondy to me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't appreciate that no, I because I feel like up until even, I don't know, five and six are shaky. Mm-hmm. But up until then, we weren't doing the girl of the week. No, we weren't. Um, and then we tried to make Ilsa something different. Yeah. Like and she's then, his girlfriend or whatever. But it was, I don't know, no chemistry. They should have Not cast really. someone else. Yeah. Um, and then they wasted her in this one. Yep. And then they kind of toyed with the Haley Atwell thing, but not really, but kind of. See, well, let's just, they have a conversation with the President of the United States and no. a bunch of people. Yeah, he was there. The President or the head of IMF? No, I'm thinking of the, the General of America. That's... <laughs> The Princess Bride man. <laughs> he was like, oh, was he, was he not president? Was he just like? I don't remember. He was I guess. like head of the military or something. Sure. Um, and then the IMF guy and a bunch of other people who was also from the first movie. It was Kittredge. It was Aww. a delight. We're there, and that's when Tom Cruise is in his face-off mask, and we don't know it's Tom Cruise. Yes. And he knocks everybody out to talk to this guy, Kittredge. Yeah. And he's like, "I got the key. I was dead." And um, Kittredge is like, well, this other key's going here or whatever. I don't really remember what all happens because Kittredge, it's one of those things where it's like, once again, he's outside of the law, you know? Always. Where I think he was like, wasn't going to give him the key and Kittredge wanted him to just give him the first key. And he was like, no, I'm not doing that, but I will get the other key for you too. And he left. And then he went to the airport with Benji and Luther to find Haley Atwell. To Her find, name is Grace. But to find some guy carrying the key, but Haley Atwell was there and she was stealing the key. She's a thief. She's a thief. And she's <laughs> She swipes it, so yes. now he's tracking her down. Yes. And there's a bunch of other agents though tracking him down in this airport. Mm-hmm. And there's this thing where it's like the AI is watching, so like we cannot trust our computers and our monitoring devices like normal because the AI might just Manipulate you. them or manipulate you or make it so you can't talk through your earpieces. And this is kind of where you first start to see that happen. And I was very frustrated by how much, that's another thing that I didn't like, how much they kept trying to utilize technology when they knew this was a possibility. Like, they kept trying to do it. Yes, I agree, but it's also IMF, and I don't know how they couldn't (laughs) I'm just saying, if you guys are that good of spies, go old school. That would have been fun. That would have been fun, right? Yeah. Old 70s spy stuff. Right. Well, and that's with the car. But that's what Mission Impossible, when it originated, right? Yeah. It's like a show in the 60s. And maybe so. they'll do more of that in part two. But um, anyway, that's where, when you said, like, they played with it, I did feel like that scene in the airport was a little flirty. And I was like, meh, I don't like this. And right. I felt like they pulled back through the movie. Like, I didn't really ever feel like he was super flirty with her. No. Like, he kind of... Like, the vibe he was giving to her, I could see as more of a, like, older brother slash fatherly vibe, potentially. Yeah. But I don't like it when they do that, and it's like, yeah, but but the girl still, of course, wants you. Right. And then it's not, like, innocent. Well, and that's where, like, they had the scene later on. This is another issue I had. Um... Bring me back to the airport, though, because we're going back. You you missed you missed something. Um, Back to the airport. um, Or you didn't get there yet, but 
the thing I didn't like was that um, he said at one point later on, like, he, there's this touching moment mm-hmm. where they're like, we're going to protect you to Haley Atwell. Yeah. We're going to save your life. Mm-hmm. And she was like, why? What's the point? Or mm-hmm. whatever. And I don't know. You're left with this impression that, like, because every life matters. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It felt a little Christ-like. Yeah. <laughs> It did. It rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. <laughs> or I was like, Ethan Hunt isn't Jesus. Why are we... This is a weird... Yeah. Maybe I took it wrong. Yeah. It just felt a little odd to me, especially after they'd done the little flirty thing. Yeah. And then now we're trying to pull back and be like, well, I would do this for anybody. Yeah, right. It was strange. And also, like, okay, prove it. Why didn't you cast some man to play Haley Atwell's character. Yeah, right. Why did it have to be Haley Atwell? Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there, her scenes were fun. I went in kind of guarded because I was like, oh great, a younger woman. And also, I'm not the hugest fan of Haley Atwell and the stuff yeah. I've seen her in, but I don't know her from that much. I don't either. So, I was, my walls were up, but I did enjoy all of her scenes. I thought she did her character very well. She's kind of sassy. She's kind of fun. Um, like, she's a thief, you know, so... Yeah. She's... Which, uh, this is me and my jadedness being, like, they're just trying to do Catwoman and Batman. Yeah! Stop. I don't know. But... It, I just... It could have been a more fun dynamic if we'd had... Yeah. Like, I don't know. A sassy teenage boy. Yeah. That would be fun. That would be fun. And we wouldn't have any of these questions. Right. Um... But back to the airport, uh... We have this weird entity, which, that's the wrong word, because that's what we name the AI. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but we start to see this character, Gabriel. Oh, this was confusing for me at first. Who is apparently from Ethan's past. He killed his first wife. Apparently, pre-IMF. Did we even know he had a wife? Nope. We're seven movies in. See, this is what I, I was assuming that Ashley knew something I didn't know. Nope. I was like, oh, apparently Ethan was married before the wife that I know, and apparently this guy killed him. Maybe we touched on that in movie one. When they showed those flashbacks, yeah, I thought we were looking at his parents. Oh, sure. And I was like, okay, we did the Batman storyline. Yeah. Interesting. I haven't seen that yet. And then I realized that wasn't what they were doing. Yeah. And then I was like, did did I forget something? <laughs> I don't think I did. I think this was the first mention. I think it was a convenient, really unnecessary. I don't like that they gave him first wife. Plot. I, it was a weird choice. It didn't add anything. It's weird. I'm like, really? Ethan's story doesn't have enough stereotypical woman dying man pain we're gonna give him another wife we don't even know to set him and off somehow on his man pain journey seven movies in this gabriel person is the scariest thing to ethan hunt yeah convenient it was very convenient and when ashley told me that that was not actually part of the storyline not I was that like, I, I could be wrong don't misquote me here but i do not know of it i was like that is sloppy if that's the it's case. felt very sloppy even if it was something that was mentioned once in the very first movie from 1993, 90, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, 1990, I feel. It's a long time ago. <laughs> it's, it's a stretch. It is. It's a stretch. And, like, 
you get this guy is showing up like a ghost okay and so you don't know if it's the ai taking over the devices making you see i kind of thought it was or, the ai i did too like, i did wasn't too. real but then all of a sudden he is real. i was like oh this ai is like taking over like tom's glasses because they're special spy glasses and mm-hmm. he's seeing these things that aren't there and it's just a physical manifestation of the ai but and the ai was actually erasing no. him from the feed yeah that was confusing so he was real and also it made this weirder because like as we continue down the road with this gabriel man he's like an apostle for the ai he's also like possessed by the ai for some reason he's the ai special snowflake man yep. who's being hypnotized by the ai and i'm like this is just getting like like supernatural right? now and like more like ai is kind of sci-fi but it's in our world this is our fear right now and like makes sense that we pick ai but giving him, like, a human boogeyman who is like, right. I will do whatever the AI asks of me, my supreme leader. Like, that <laughs> made it weird. It was very It strange. made it strange. Um, anyway. <laughs> Benji is going through the airport because they find out the AI is messing with them and that there's a bomb in the airport. And he's got a check on a bag that's got the bomb. And he just goes rogue to do it, and they don't tell Tom Cruise, which leads to my favorite, <laughs> my favorite line of that movie. If there's a nuclear bomb. You always tell me. <laughs> we didn't want to worry. <laughs> that was the only moment that felt like the original team. Yes, that felt like uh, his, his comments. And but it turned out to be the AI was just toying with Benji and yeah. like pulled him off the job too. But there really was a bomb. I thought he opened it and it was dead. But he had to solve the puzzle. Yeah, but then there was nothing inside of it. Yeah, but, like, somehow the AI planted that or knew it was there. Well, it planted it to derail Benji. Yeah. And put toy with him. Yeah. And And how did the AI plant this physical knot bomb? It was probably Gabriel. (laughs) See the weird web we're weaving here? (laughs) That's what I assume. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) <laughs> and maybe maybe there was a bomb in it. Maybe he actually diffused it. But I thought he, I, I thought it was empty. I think it was. But it like you know he had to say things that would reveal his yeah. weaknesses. Yeah, exactly. And the AI was asking him questions because it could obviously like find his profile and stuff and mm-hmm. read things about him. Mm-hmm. And um, there's also the agents that are chasing Tom and Haley Atwell through um, the airport are like. American agents trying to bring him in. Yep. They were very funny. I liked them a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Two little side characters. <laughs> I loved them. <laughs> they, they were, were great. Well, yeah, and they're like, you know, kind of the enemy, but not really because they don't yeah. they don't know that orders. Tom Cruise is trying to save the world. Yeah. And they like question that at one point. And I liked that angle of it. Of, yeah, like, well then, too. you know, don't you think he has a good reason to be doing this? Yeah. And they end up helping him at the very end. Yeah, it's great. Um, anyway, Haley and Tom end up parting ways. Haley has a key, I think. Yeah, she was going to go bring it to her buyer. Yes, there's a buyer who hired her to get this key. Anyway, um, she's in a prison in, like, Spain or Italy or somewhere. And Tom goes to get her, Mm -hmm. breaks her out, and the whole time she is trying, he is, like, trying to get out with her and, like, help her get out, but she is trying to get away from him. Yep. It is a, there's also like Gabriel has henchmen like that lady in the big truck, mm-hmm. the white Paris. hair. Yes, um, 
They are it was trying. very Jinx-esque. Very Jinx, yes. They were trying to get her. And the key, you know. So they got the cops from America chasing them. Gabriel's goons chasing them. The government of Italy chasing them. Yep. And that was a super fun car chase scene. Yeah, it was. I thought that was... I was highly entertained the whole time. Yeah. And Haley, Haley's, like, trying to get away from Tom. So at different moments, she, like, double crosses mm-hmm. him. And just making his job more difficult. <laughs> there were parts of it, and I appreciated this, that were yes. slow. Yes. And, like, especially the comedic moments. Yes. And, yes. like, just it was a break from the chaos. Yes. And you could actually see what was happening. And yes. I appreciated that because a lot of those chaotic, in the middle of an old city car chase scenes, you have yes. no idea what's happening. And this is where I did like this aspect of Haley, and I thought she did a good job and made it very comedic, even though, like we said, sus uh, about maybe there being a love interest there at some point. But um, that whole scene really showed that, where she was just like, she wasn't like the super cool, super competent woman every single moment. She was. She wasn't like an incompetent yeah. woman. No, but she's not a super spy. She's she a was thief. A, she's a thief. So, like, she was there multiple times and she's like, I am not driving this thing! You know, which yeah. I, I found that quite humorous. Yeah. <laughs> they did it well. Yeah. <laughs> there was a fun push and pull she there. She ultimately got away. Yeah. From him? And that's that, I can't after that scene, right? Because he was stuck on the... He was stuck on the tracks. I can't remember if he got off the tracks and we kept going with the scene. the steering wheel, and she was gone at that point. Because right. she handcuffed him to the steering wheel. She got out. That's right. Super fun. Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite scene in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember where we go after that. Um, at some point, we are they in a club. They track her down again? Yeah. And that's where... She, yeah, she was She's at the club. club. Meeting Gabriel. It was he supposed to be the buyer? Yes. Was the, okay. And I think so. He plays. Alana's there too. No, it was Alana the buyer, and then Gabriel. I think Alana there. actually hired her to get the key. Yeah, and then Gabriel was there, and then Tom shows up too. At some point before that happens, Isla comes back. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "You're supposed to stay dead," and she's like, "No, I love you, smooch smooch," and mm-hmm. like um, goes as well to the club mm-hmm. there's some sitting around at a table you know I don't like that in these scenes the agents are closing in on them as well the American agents mm-hmm. there's a lot of heavy bass at this club <laughs> um, the AI reveals itself <sighs> we have the Gabriel moments and then Gabriel's like you will do my will or I, you will have to choose one of these women for me to kill or whatever I don't know yeah. weird villain stuff yeah um, it, they're definitely playing with this whole thing like the AI is all knowing and like godlike and like oh here's mm-hmm. now this new prophecy and you will have to fulfill it somehow mm-hmm. and I'm just like <laughs> and they pit his love interests against each other Oh, Haley against I Ilsa, yeah. And Ilsa dies. Yeah. And it's tragic. Trying to save Haley, I believe. Yeah. So, um, as the AI is distracting, he takes over the comms, which I'm like, really, we're using this after it already hijacked your equipment. It and was a weird, me mad. weird choice. Because he goes over the comms and it uses Benji's voice and it's telling um, Ethan, I keep calling him uh, to go, where to go, but where he to leads go, him away. Leading him away, yep. and then Gabriel is fighting Haley, and Isla comes out to defend her and protect her. 
and he kills her, right? Mm-hmm. Gabriel kills her. Mm-hmm. Tom fights the blonde Asian lady in the tiny little alleyway that scene. That was cool. And he doesn't kill her. He like he chooses not. He to. chooses not to kill he her. He spares her life. And um, we all find out that um, Ilsa's dead, and we're sad about it. <laughs> but not really. <laughs> <laughs> and Grace Haley Atwell feels guilty. Yeah. She feels bad. And then, I don't know, there might be something in between, but I think that's when they use her to pose as Alana on yes, the train. they use the face-off machine. But here, I didn't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I mostly didn't like it because they didn't give her contacts. Is it because this machine broke before they could get I mean, contacts? maybe, and maybe I missed that line. I don't know, but it seemed sloppy. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, the woman who plays Alana is playing the part, but she has brown contacts in, pretending to be Grace, pretending to be Alana. Yes. And there's a lot of sloppy dialogue mm-hmm. because it's Grace and not Alana. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't remember. There's supposed to be, like, a reveal in there mm-hmm. as she's doing the transfer, and I don't remember what it was. It was, like, I don't know. It felt a little non-traditional. They go onto this train. It's the Orient Express. The Orient Express. Um, they knock out Alana, stuff her in a room, replace her with Grace. Grace is freaking out. and they, Well, they tell Grace, too, who's Haley Atwell. They tell her, um, basically, like, you're going to be asked to join MI6. And you say yes when you're asked to join. And It's IMF. IMF. How dare you? <laughs> and... <laughs> And, um, you know, we're like family, and, you know, that's where you had your little Christ-like moment where it kind of felt odd. Um, And then would it have felt odd if we don't know Tom Cruise's personal life? (laughs) I just, it wouldn't have felt odd if we hadn't had, like, sexual tension in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. It was weird. It did feel a little weird. Like, we never did this before in a movie. We had, okay, in the fourth movie, at the the ballroom scene in India? I don't remember where they were. Um, he, of course, has to make out with the attractive woman who's on his team. Mm -hmm. You know, it's to distract the bad guy. Of course. Um... But, like, that type of thing feels sloppy to me mm-hmm. because this isn't James Bond. Why yeah. are we playing it like James Bond? Mm-hmm. And that's the same with the Haley Atwell airport scene where yeah. it's like, well, we're going to be, you know, sensually close to each other. Yeah. And it's like, okay, make her Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> yeah. Is the tension the same? No. <laughs> I mean, I, hope I don't not. know. I'm just saying. Timothy was and like, called me by your name. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you're going to do it, like, you need to play it like you would any stranger. Yeah, I know. I and agree. it wasn't played that way. No. So, no, yes. I agree. That's where it feels like, okay, well, we're going to have another romantic interest then mm-hmm. who's 30 years younger than him. Yeah. Uh, it was gross. Um, anyways, we're in the train. And the whole thing is she's terrified, okay? This is not her world, whatever, whatever. And, and Ethan is like, I will be there on the train with you. 
but he can't get on the train. I'm going to be there. I promise I will be there on the train with you. But and then Benji's like, I'll get you on the train. Don't even worry about it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Because he can't, like, something happens. The AI probably, he misses the train. Oh, he, like, got slowed down or something. Mm-hmm. And he missed it. Because he was going to jump onto it from, like, a little cliff. Yeah. From a motorcycle. Yeah. And then Benji starts to navigate him to another jump off spot. spot. Mm-hmm. And it ends up being, like, four miles above yeah. <laughs> the train. Yeah super high. And so Benji's like, you know, sorry, I've been a little distracted lately. Yeah. Um, Because you're using, like, the radio now because they finally learned. Figure it out. Yeah. (laughs) And so, uh, Ethan just parachutes off the top of this mountain and tries to land on the train, which I think he succeeds because then he's fighting Gabriel on top of the train, which was also Mm. a scene from Uncharted. Yeah. Um. I think they were trying to throw back to the first movie. Yeah, that, that too. <laughs> um, but but once again, we've established Gabriel's not in the first movie. And, nope. Um, I really disliked the Gabriel element I did too. of this movie. I did too. I think it's made everything weird. It was <laughs> an unnecessary <laughs> complication. sleep like in a coffin being hypnotized in the train. I don't think I said that. Like you get, you find him, they open this box in the train with Gabriel <laughs> in like a coffin, like a vampire laying there with a little screen in front of his face where he communes with the AI oh. apparently. Okay. It was weird. Blocked that out. It was weird. Creepy. Anyway. Um, we find out, oh, surprise, surprise, it's the a man, the head of the place, you know his name, I don't, Kittredge? Yeah, he's there, and so is the Princess Bride man. Yes. And he's, a, we find out, a bad guy, he wants the AI to weaponize it, he just want. he doesn't want to get rid of this he horrible weapon, America he wants to, to have use that it, power. he wants to be Oppenheimer's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And uh, he dies. We kill him. Right. Who kills him? Is it the blonde lady? No, it's Gabriel. Gabriel was he, Gabriel needed him for some reason to tell him the location of where the key goes. Yeah. No, we need Gabriel, Gabriel for that. Is supposedly the only one who knows this. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. I don't know what Gabriel needed to hear from the American president, but he needed to hear something, and then he killed him. Thank you. American person. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you're right. <laughs> They're probably crossing him over with his role on Stranger Things, which she was a politician hey. and corrupt. <laughs> Happy you can recognize that man. <laughs> I loved him for a long time. I did not. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway. <laughs> We kill him. Gabriel knows the location, and that's why everyone's like, Ethan, Luther, Luther has the heart to heart. He's like, Ethan, you can't kill Gabriel. When you see him, will the rage just overcome you and you'll just kill him? Because we can't do that, because he knows the location. You know, don't yeah. give him to the dark side. Don't mm-hmm. force Ethan. And Ethan's like, fine. Mm-hmm. And so we're fighting, and Ethan's trying to remember not to kill Gabriel. Um... Ethan also kills, tries to kill his hench, henchwoman, <laughs> the, the blonde Asian lady in the train. He's like, now you're the only other person who could possibly betray me and the location of the AI, and he stabs her. Gabriel. Yeah. I thought you said Ethan. Sorry, Gabriel. Okay. And, um, Haley is trying to make this deal with Kitteridge? <laughs> is it him still, or is it still... 
Wesley. <laughs> no, Wesley never got that far. Okay. Wesley was just in his little room. I thought he had the meeting with her. No, Kitteridge did. Okay. Right? And Or was Kitteridge posing as him? No, I don't think so. Okay. And he wanted the key, and she's, like, going to give him the key and get the money into her bank account. Mm-hmm. And she has, like, moral panic. And That's what the scene I was to. talking about. For what? When she has brown eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, no, I'm not going to accept the money into my account. Something went wrong. I don't remember. This all gets fuzzy for me. And then the real Alana walks out. Oh, yeah, that's right. And the ship is like, Gabriel made the sh- the, the ship, the train, <laughs> so that, like, we watch a lot of Firefly. <laughs> Gabriel made the train break. Like, he, like locks doors and he broke the engine so it would just he killed the full engineer steam ahead, full steam ahead with the engine and um so it's careening towards broken tracks mm-hmm. which he yeah it was a bridge he blew up yeah and um so that's an added layer of stress to this whole thing i don't know how ethan gets they're gonna like arrest Haley atwell or kill her i think and ethan just like explodes in through a window into the Orient Express train. Takes people out. Um, They're all scrambling to get the key. They're all scrambling to fight and stay alive. The the American agents that we love are there. (laughs) They're trying to get Ethan. Uh, It's chaos and madness. I thought this part was pretty fun. It was. And pretty exciting. um, Despite the fact that I hate Gabriel. And at some point, Gabriel dies. I don't know if that happened after the train thing or on the train, but he dies. Okay. And so we're like, how are we ever going to know the location of the submersible? Um. (laughs) Is that actually what we're looking for? I think maybe. So I was right all along? I think you might have been right, but I'm not confident on the submersible storyline. It was a submarine. (laughs) Clarification. (laughs) And, um... Anyway, uh, there's lots of fighting. Uh, eventually, Gabriel yeets out of there, and Tom Cruise and Haley Atwell I are you left. Said he died. Yeah, but he also yeets. <laughs> I don't know. I think he maybe yeets and then dies later. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, this is a three-hour movie, guys. <laughs> We're doing our best, okay? And, um, anyway, at some point, whatever happens, whether it's eating or dying, it's Haley Atwell and it's Ethan, and they're on this train, and it's careening, and they're like, there's passengers on here and stuff, we gotta stop this from happening. So they're like, we're working with the engine, trying to get it to stop. They're like, closing the door, opening the doors, breaking apart the train cars, hoping that, you know, they can get everyone to the back and bust it off of the front engine, mm-hmm. like the movie Anastasia. Mm-hmm. And, um... I don't even know what happens, but, like, the train is pulling off the side of the cliff. Yeah. And this was the other best scene in the movie. They which... mostly succeed in saving the passengers, because yes. they're all at the back of the train, yes. and, like, the first two cars bail off the yeah. engine, the next car, the next car, yes. and it's starting to slow, but each car is slowly going, and, and of course... climbing. 
Tom Cruise and Haley Atwell are in these cars as they are falling. Yeah. And they are not holding. They yeah. are breaking off of the train. And so they're just, like, climbing through the cars. Yes. And Try that not was to probably get... my favorite scene. It was exciting. Try not to get pummeled by the things that all fall to the, you know. This uh... was blatantly stole from, stolen from Uncharted. <laughs> but it was done better yeah, than well, in the game. It's so cool looking. And you really feel the tension as they're holding on to handrails and stuff. And an interview with Haley Atwell that implied they really did that. Yeah. I okay. hung out of the train cars at yeah, least. So. I bet they did. And yeah. like you know, hanging onto the bars as these, you know, chairs and tables that aren't bolted down. A baby down, grand piano. Yeah, are just boom, 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 you falling know, out of the train. And trying to cars. take them with it. Very exciting. That was pretty wicked sweet. Yes. Uh, then the Asian lady, Paris... Yeah. Paris saves her. their lives. Okay. Because he saved he hers. He saved hers. And she died. So dies Gabriel anyway. was right. Yeah. Um, but she, she wasn't dead when he said that. Um, but then she does die shortly after saving them. Yeah, she gives him some information, but she tells that him it was a submarine. Yeah. I think. Okay. That could be. And that's kinda like where the movie ends, right? Like kinda sorta, yeah. I'm pretty sure Gabriel's dead. I don't remember that scene, so... I'm pretty sure he's dead. Is it like he's dead, or will he come back for part two? I think he might be dead. Okay. Because... The new bad guy is America? We don't really need... Yeah. <laughs> we don't really need um, him anymore if we have a lead to where the location is. Yeah. Though I think we were meant to feel some despair of, like, we're never going to find out where it is when yeah. he died. So, sure. Um... Because we didn't care about him yeah. for any reason. Haley Atwell slash Grace uh, does sign up to join the party with the Kitteridge man. Yeah. And um, we're left with, oh, Tom, you know, like, oh, Ethan, kind of, like, he's probably forgiven again. Um, but... I'm trying to remember if there's anything else that happens at the end of that movie that I'm missing, but I don't think so, because it was a cliffhanger, because it's part one of two. Yeah, so we don't really know. Tom really yeeted off the cliff on a bike. Uh, maybe it wasn't as tall of a cliff, but I'm pretty sure it was, because I'm pretty sure he parachuted out of there. Yeah. Or parasailed, or whatever Parasailed off a motorcycle. What a loon. See if he's alive in time for this. This is part. my theory, is that we'll see if we get a part two. We'll see if we'll get another Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. <laughs> Any other thoughts? Um, I don't know. I was a little bit disappointed. Yeah. Um, I guess just because of the chaos and the, like... I don't know. I felt... Maybe I'm just projecting, because I have felt like these movies were better than that. Yeah. And there were a lot of, like, James Bond fanfiction-type approaches that they took, mm. especially in this movie, where I was like, I didn't think we did that here, but I don't... Maybe I just thought better of that. Thematically, I didn't like that we killed yet another woman off, um... For why? For what? Like, it's so dumb. Well, that's where I... I that's my biggest yeah. gripe, is I'm, the... I didn't even like her, but how dare you? <laughs> just, why bring her in at yeah. all? Like, why did she ever have to be there? Right. I don't remember her purpose in five. Did she serve like one? Like, he has to have a love interest. And yeah. it's like, come on. 
obviously we've established that he can't, so why do we keep doing this, right. you know? That's why I'm saying we should have had Timothy Chalamet instead yeah. of Haley Atwell. And I like her <laughs> enough, and if we decide to not go down the romance road at all, if all we had was that little sassiness in the beginning, I can write that off as, okay, it wasn't that flirty. I guess. It was just baiting the audience. Right. And if we never walk down that road, I'm fine with her. As a character, mm-hmm. but I don't want her to be thirty year younger new love interest. For yeah, Ethan. no, I definitely, Gross. definitely don't want that. Ethan is a more respectable character than that. Yeah, so get with the program. Um, I enjoyed the movie. I wasn't really disappointed, other than I was very sus about that situation. Other than the weird Gabriel vampire <laughs> cult man stuff, like that was so bad. And then, like I said couple of plot points, but mostly, like, the dialogue and stuff. Like, there were a couple moments where it felt a little cheesy to me. Yeah. And just in an unrealistic kind of way. Mm -hmm. And as far-fetched as some of the things are, I don't feel like I've ever really felt like they were cheesy before. Right. So I'm like, was it the writing? Like, is it just the writers and the dialogue's a little off and some of these concepts haven't been edited out? I'm not sure. But I did feel like there were moments in this movie and, like, Honestly, the Gabriel stuff is part of that, you know, where it's just like, this is not very cohesive. Right. This is getting a little too much, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I really didn't appreciate Like, if this is going to be the last two-parter movie If it's the last thing, to wrap it up yeah, or whatever. Then, you know, they had to go as big as they possibly could. Yeah. But AI felt a little... Yeah. Much. Yeah. And yeah, like, turning the whole genre into suddenly sci-fi. Yeah. Was a little odd to me, and I, I think, I, I, as I think about it, I'm not sure AI would have bothered me if there was tangible people who could be considered the ones who made it and like villains and stuff sure. like that, and it not be like we're brainwashing this cult vampire man. Yeah, the AI. It now that just feels like a bunch and man. he also is conveniently connected to Ethan already. Conveniently, because yeah. and like making AI like all-knowing God. Like I realize that's part of the scariness of AI is it has access to all of our financial records and potentially all the cameras and everything. Mm-hmm. Like like if you think through that, but like we adapt pretty damn quickly then to be like we're destroying every technological thing and you can try to stop us but we can also try to avoid you like humans yeah. have some defense there right on going dark on the ai well and they did mention that like at one point where they were like oh we're going to use this analog thing and then yeah, like the you radio. said they did the radios yeah. and it was like i don't know if that was going to be the approach it does feel like the attack would have been mm-hmm. to not use technology or to use old fashioned technology yeah. and Maybe they'll get into that more. With part two. Um, but, I don't know. It was just a lot. A lot, a lot of chaos and a lot of weird. Yeah. And I liked parts of it. Mm-hmm. But there were a lot of, why are we doing this? <laughs> Moments. <laughs> if it's the last movie that they do, do you want him to show up at his wife's store at the end of it? His not dead old wife. I don't know if I care about her anymore. And if he's like, I'm done. They she married somebody else. Well, what if her husband's dead? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Yeah. They very much decided to not make it a romance. Mm-hmm. They deviated away from that like four movies ago. Mm-hmm. So. We'll see. We'll see. I just. Hmm. Do you? 
I mean, if we're gonna make it like this is an end, that's like the old, like what other path does he have? It's the only thing he has outside of. I think this. they're gonna kill him. <laughs> they might kill him. Um, otherwise, it's just gonna be like, and that's the last one we do. But we're still out there with my buddies, which I'd be okay with that. Yeah, you know, but yeah. not officially putting an end to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like I said, she's she's the only thing he ever tried to have outside of this in the movies. So. <laughs> he's got three roads <laughs> stay in the game die <laughs> maybe try this one more time <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't know oh my gosh well, we may never know we killed um, Ilsa so there's no happy future with her nope and how weird to fake kill her and then re-kill her yeah, in the span what of I'm like half an hour it was a weird choice that was such that was not a good call I, I'm so critical it hasn't made me not be able to enjoy fiction yeah. yet i'm very thankful of that but i've gotten to a point like even the book that i'm reading now that i really enjoy i'm like what's this chapter that should have been edited out of here. right <laughs> yeah <laughs> too much of an editor's eye i guess so <laughs> yeah it's rough <laughs> it's rough Ay, ay, ay. Well, any other thoughts, then? No. I'm curious to see what they do. We will have to see the next part, despite our dislike of certain elements. It's not going to well, stop the us. The elements we didn't like are dead now. That's so. true. We've killed them <laughs> We might be set. <laughs> we might have a great finale. Yeah, we'll see. Do you know if it's filmed already? I don't. Okay. It might be. You think, you know. But no idea. People aren't always smart like that. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, well, thanks for joining us. We'll see you all next time. Bye.